Raven Belasco. Thank you for joining us here on Behind the Fiction. I'm so excited to be talking to you, Steve. And I am excited to be talking to you. Your first book is coming out on April 22nd. The title of the book is Blood Ex Libris, and it is book one in the Sex and Blood and Ancient Scrolls series. Yes. So congratulations for that. I'm, <laughs> it's, it's been the work of years getting here. So I just, every day is, is so exciting. Everything that I get to do towards this process is amazing. Well, I, I want to talk about the book in some detail, but before we do that, I mean, you kind of mentioned this journey that you've been on. So let's dig into that a little bit. And so what's, what's this journey actually been like for you? Well, in 2013, I actually dreamed one of the sex scenes in the novel. <laughs> and uh, I'm a little random, yes. And, but I woke up and I knew so much of the backstory and so much about the character. And I just said, I can't throw away this gift. I mean, you know, this, this book has just jumped into my head and you know, I've got to do something about it. So I just plunked myself down in front of a computer and started on it. I'd never, I'd started novels before, but I'd never finished them. So this was this like, okay, we're going to do it this time. We're going to, we're going to get through to the end. It's going to happen. Um, so and how did, that, how did that process, I mean, you wake up, you've had this fully formed scene in your mind I mean, what do you do? You just yep. you sit down at the computer and you just start uh, typing it out. What happened? I wrote the sex scene. I wrote the dream down <laughs> first. <laughs> Didn't want to lose any of that. Uh, but then I went back to the beginning and then I started both writing it and researching it sort of at the same time. Um, a little crazy. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, give us a little flavor of the book. I mean, you know, you've got words like sex and blood in, the, in both the title and the series, or the sex and, and blood in the series. So give us a sense of, of the, the first book itself and the characters, that kind of thing. So this is really, so this book wasn't just a journey for me, but it's very much a journey for the protagonist whose name is Anushka, or Noosh for short, which is a nickname that she actually hates a lot, but she's stuck with. Um, and uh, she is bored out of her mind. She's overqualified, but working as a librarian in a small town in the middle of somewhere in America. Uh, and she's just, you know, killing time basically and not realizing that she's not even really alive. Um, and then uh, this uh, dark and handsome stranger, he's, he's not too tall actually, uh, shows up. And so not, not a cliche. <laughs> not a cliche. We've, we're, we're just a, a, a bit shy of the cliche. We're two inches short of the cliche. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so he shows up while she's doing um, the children's reading hour. And uh, then all of a sudden things start really changing for her. Uh, first a little bit slowly and then it really snowballs. Okay. So would you describe this as it's paranormal right it's a paranormal story yep i mean there's there's so many categories these days uh yes. one that i like is uh we've been calling it dark urban fantasy okay um uh so that that feels like it a good 
niche uh, to fit it in. But, you know, there's vampires in it, so I can't say it's not paranormal, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and so for Dark, how dark are we going in this one? Um, well, she she really has to go on a journey uh, or this isn't going to be a very exciting book considering where we're starting. Um, so, and then also, uh, actually there is the fact that, you know, vampires are considered very sexy nowadays, but the original vampire myth is not sexy. You know, uh, you know, if you look back to the original myths, you know, vampires are really nasty creatures. If you look at, you know, one of the first vampire films, Nosferatu, you know, mm-hmm. he's not a sex symbol. Um, and I, I wanted to hark back to the horror roots of the vampire and not just have them sort of, you know, whoosh in and be all just pure sex and then whoosh out. Uh, so it does get a bit dark in there. Um, and there is a fair bit of blood, as, as the title uh, warns you in advance. Okay, so what, what are your plans for the series? Um, and well, I, I don't book, mean like what's, what's going to happen yes. with the stories. I, I mean, right. like when, when will book two show up? When will book three oh, show up? That kind of that's thing. That's easy. That's easy. We're, whoops, we lost the phone. All right. There we go. Um, okay, and we, we had a, we had a brief shot of your t-shirt there. So we need to go into oh, some detail. There on we that. go. There we go. We can check out the. <laughs> Got a little um, bit of a skeletal structure going there. Yep, and I, I actually did do a lot of uh, research for the novel, uh, looking really deeply at, at uh, anatomy and physiognomy and, and biology, uh, just so that the blood drinking could be realistic, uh, but also so that my vampires could have some basis in reality, you know, even though, you know, Obviously, vampires don't exist. Um, cough, cough, except for the people who, who, who know they do. Uh, <laughs> but uh, um, I, wanted, I wanted my vampires to not, you know, for a scientist to be able to read my book and not shudder too much at how ridiculous it was. So, um, but yes, uh, these, these books are coming out every six months on the dot. Okay. All right, good. So, so this is different than the typical LMBPN series where you might expect books to come very quickly. So we want to let people know that you, you've put a lot of time into these books and it's, they just can't be produced every few weeks. No, they really can't. There's, uh, the vampires have their own language um, and I've spent a lot of time building that from the ground up. Uh, and there's a, there's a whole culture which is going to be explored as the series goes along. Noosh will be discovering it as, as the readers do. Um, so there's, there's a lot of background and a, a lot of world building uh, in this series. Okay. Tell and me about your reading habits. What do you like to read? Anything that doesn't run away so fast I can't catch up to it uh, <laughs> is, is my basic thing. I... Uh, first fell in love with fantasy, just the classic, like, sword and sorcery. Um, the, actually, the very first thing I was excited to read was Lord of the Rings, uh, but that was because my mom was really into it, and she couldn't wait until I was old enough 
to be into it myself. So she read it to me first when I was about five. And uh, actually, yeah. So, you know, I had like orcs running around fighting wizards in my head from that age. Uh, And then going to school and having people trying to get me to read the stuff that they, you know, give you when you're first learning to read was extremely disappointing. And I was just like, no, no, this is not, (laughs) not what books are supposed to be about. Um, But uh, then in high school, I discovered science fiction and that just like stole my heart. And uh, I'm a huge, like just the full range of science fiction and fantasy. uh, I will just buy and read. Um, so what what specifically I, science fiction wise what do you like is it like space opera type stuff or land based stuff um i don't really like care <laughs> like um really like i just like i'll go full space opera but then also uh just like a, a really you know sort of quiet psychological you know, investigation of, you know, how, like, you know, something in the future might just involve, you know, the small changes in people's lives. Mm-hmm. I'll, you know, the, the full range of science fiction. Um, but uh, the, the first, yeah, I guess, I guess the best way to explain it is the first two authors that I read deliberately going out there to read science fiction were Robert Heinlein and Samuel Delaney. Okay, so, that's serious. Serious science fiction. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So basically, you know, there was there was there was space opera, you know, with the you know Heinlein had that you know all the wonderful juveniles and and all that and um, so you know they I I got my teeth into the good stuff from the start. All right. So aside um, from but then what- also I'll read historical novels and crime novels and just everything. <laughs> so across across the board, you are a reader. Yeah, oh, I am. I am a devourer of books. Okay, all right. So we've talked a little bit about the writing part of the process of becoming an author, but there's more to it than that. There are all these things that you're either you already knew or you're beginning to figure out as you get closer to publication. Things yes. like the creation of a blurb and how do you attract readers and you know, what's the right genre. You talked about the genre earlier, as, as you mentioned, there are, I I wish I knew how many different paranormal and sci-fi categories and subcategories and sub, 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 subcategories there are and how to find the right one. It's, there's a, there's a big learning curve. So what's that been like for you? Um, Mostly, uh, well, until I found uh, LMBPN, who I'm so excited to be being published with, uh, it was a painful learning curve and more, less like a curve and more like banging your head against a brick wall repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and, and there's been so many writers I've talked to that are like, don't write books unless you're really a masochist. Like this is not a mm-hmm. career for the faint of heart. Um, but now that I'm finally safely ensconced and getting there, now it's just a joy. It's like, oh, what genre do I fit in? Oh, I fit here. Yay. You know, um, oh, you know, today we're going to find out how to write a blurb in the first person. Wow, this is super hard. You know, <laughs> I, I like challenge. So uh, the process, while being fun, is definitely not boring. It's, it's keeping me on my toes. 
And without turning in this, this into a commercial for LMBPN, one of the nice things about working with LMBPN is that there's this massive group of people that you can pull information from and that can help with various things and guide you and help with advertising and things like that. That is so true and I'm so happy. Like I went from trying to do this by myself to having a team of people who care about me and who care about the book and, and also who will just sit down and have a chat, you know, like, I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing, you know, I'm getting to, to know people at the same time as, as learning um, in their, their very kind and gentle hands. So. It, yeah. It's really yeah. easy to just kind of like sit in your chair and just be there and be focused on the words all the time. Um, yes. But it is, it is nice to, to have people to talk with. So you are, you're in, in the middle of, uh, in middle, where are you in book two right now? rather than I am sure. doing the the first editing pass on the final chapter. Okay. All right. Good. So that's that's very very well along. Yes. Uh I really wanted to I really wanted to push and just by the, you know by the time the first book got out be really like knowing where everybody was, but I have a wonderful bunch of beta readers. I've you know I've I've got a biologist, I've got uh, actually a librarian scientist. I've I've got you know because my main character is librarian. So I've got all these people who are I'm running the book past, going, okay, is there anything in here that annoys you? Do I need to change this? Like, what's you know, what what is wrong? Please help me fix it before I put it out to the general audience. Um, so I'm I'm very lucky to have such incredible oh, friends who yeah, indulge me. That is me. fantastic to have a, a team like that. All right. So we talked before we started recording. And I asked you if you had any interesting hobbies and, and you said, well, I'm taking Kung Fu, but I've only had three, three classes and, you know, which is three more than almost everyone that's listening now, including <laughs> me have had. So that's interesting. But then you threw something else at, out that just is so totally on brand for you that I wanted to explore <laughs> that a little bit. <laughs> well, you know, I've been preparing my whole life to be an author of the paranormal. So, uh, you know, you got to put in your chops. Uh, <laughs> I used to work in a goth night club in Cambridge, Massachusetts called Man Ray. Uh, and so I figured pretty, so I'm, I was performing on stage and I needed to keep the audience engaged in what was happening and not just wander off. So I figured out pretty early on that it needed to be sexy and there needed to be blood and if possible to get a death in there. And uh, so... <laughs> Okay. Uh, I think I'm probably using the same exact cocktail recipe for my books now that you come to mention it. Uh, <laughs> well, it but, seems uh, easier to write it than to perform it on stage. Uh, they, they, you know, like my books, the performances had a fair bit of work put in them. You know, there'd be theme nights, and so I'd know what the theme was. And in the week or two before the performance, I'd sit down and I'd come up with the storyline, I'd put the characters in, uh, what are we doing, why are we here, you know, um, and, uh, you know, it. I only had about three minutes, three and a half minutes to do the performance, so for that short period of time, you know, there was, there was a lot of work, actually, um, mm -hmm. but it was incredibly fun and doing the costuming. My, I have my own personal recipe for fake blood that uh, is very authentic looking. Um, also, will give you a massive sugar high if you get too much in your mouth. 
uh, I have discovered. Uh, <laughs> so in the three and, and a half minutes, you're doing sexy, scary, bloody, and yeah. dying. So are and you somebody dying? dies? Somebody's, somebody's got to die and get pulled okay. off stage. All right. I'm not dying. I'm one of the. I'm. I'm the. You know. The, I'm usually starring in it, so I'm not dying. Okay. All right. <laughs> I wondered how you were going to pull that off. <laughs> you know. Now I'm sad that in my whole time doing that, I never actually killed myself. Like now. Now I, I've realized what an opportunity I missed. My final performance at Man Ray. I really should have had that last beat of the music before the lights went off i should have just died really dramatically and i never and, did ah steve what it, have you done <laughs> <laughs> i've ruined your memories i'm so sorry yes but i can i can imagine you then with the lights coming back up and popping up and taking a major bow <laughs> <laughs> covered in blood <laughs> all right so the book is coming out on the 22nd as you know from listening to this this podcast on a regular basis we're we don't know exactly when books are going to release now it, it it's become sort of a challenge so we might push the publish button on the 22nd and it might not come out until the yep. 24th so it will be coming out sometime around the 22nd we're really excited about this new series we're really excited to have raven belasco working with us at lmbpn uh, how can people raven how can people connect with you what's the best place to do that uh, well, I'm on all the social medias, uh, and you can just search my name, but uh, the easiest thing is if you go to my website, it's ravenbelass.co, C-O. Oh, that's clever. That's clever. All right, so <laughs> we, will link, we will link to that in the show notes. We will hopefully have a link to the book because the book will be out by then, we hope. And uh, yeah, uh, give this series a try and, and then be prepared to wait a few months for the next book which is well yes underway. yes wait wait that gives uh i really hope to have a uh, fan engagement um i'm i'm a huge fan you know i i've contacted you know so many authors that that i admire and, and talk to them so i would really love to be talking to people about my vampires and and my characters and so uh, yeah this just gives people time to you know really think about you know what's happened in the story and talk to me about it if they like uh all right, so that does it. Now we have to put links to your social media accounts in there as well so that people can reach out to you. And you <laughs> yes, need to please. do it. You need to reach out. Thank you very Thank much you for so being much, here, Raven. Steve. And uh, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. Look forward to doing it again. This has been such a pleasure. I look forward to it. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs>